We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. and broadcasting for the nation for a little bit of the BBC World Service. And he's just been told by his producer that he's got a caller coming in on line 274. Excuse me, caller, can you make yourself known, sir? <laughs> Uh, it's hello, it's Susie. Hello, sir. Nice to meet you, mate. It's handsome, Erin. What's your name again? It's Susie. Very nice. Yeah, that's it. That's me. Yeah, sign on the dotted line. <laughs> what am I signing? Yeah, sign your life away in a second. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I hope not. No, I hope not. Not in these times, not with the old cleggy virus going around. Christ, yeah, exactly. Do you call it a cleggy virus? Yeah, Nick Clegg's done as a wrong one. Oh, you reckon? Do you reckon he's behind it? Yeah. You're not keeping up with the news? He's doing the dodgy deals with the Japanese and Sony, and that's why we've got Clegg's virus now. <laughs> I dreamt that Sony hired me the other night. That was a bit weird. <laughs> Must have been a nightmare. <laughs> Little joke <laughs> by handsome. <laughs> oh, dear. Why, why, did so, why did Sony hire you for the virus department? <laughs> Another joke by Hansom again. Very good. Uh, do you know what? I don't remember. It, was, uh, it wasn't a very interesting dream, but, you know, maybe deep down I want to be liked by Sony. Yeah. Hansom would say, why bring it up then? <laughs> I'm so sorry. It, it, you're right. It's too dull for a podcast, isn't it? Too dull for a podcast. Maybe write a little poem about it later. Yes, I will. I'll put it on my Instagram. Yeah, put it on the Instagram and then put it in the trash where it belongs. Oh, wow. That burns. Yeah. How you like that? Are we talking 60 degrees for that one? And a hot <laughs> by handsome. Yeah, I can't deal with it, especially with this weather outside and your um, burning, scathing comments, you know. Put, put that 60 okay. degrees on top of the 26 degrees, which handsome reckons it is today. You got yourself oh, 86. Yeah, good maths. You're right. That's what it is. That's what it is here. Thank, thank you so much, sir, for saying Handsome has nice maths because he had a little bit of problems a few weeks ago with, with his maths. Oh, did you? Why? What happened? Okay, here's Handsome's problem he had with his maths last week. Handsome saw, saw the ex-wife a couple of weeks ago and, and, he, and, he, and he thought he'd bring him around £60 for her and it turns out Handsome didn't owe her anything at all. Okay. How how is your wife, by the way? Yeah, she's very nice. She's taken she's taken to Cleggy's virus very well, if you know what Handsome's saying. Oh shit, she got she got the corona. Yeah. Let's just let's just Handsome say that she's taken to it very nicely. Okay. <laughs> so you were gonna bring a sixty quid, but then you sort of changed your mind. No, then then Handsome realised he didn't know enough in, in, in every respect. Right, okay, yeah. Got you, got you. Yeah. You're 60 quid the richer. 60 quid the richer, yeah, go down the shops, buy a bit of rice, you know, <laughs> a bit of red wine for the weekend, a few shandies, not too bad. Yeah, yeah, forget you like rice. That's your that's your thing, isn't it? Yeah, he's one of, if Handsome could be honest, he likes rice. Yeah, what what brought about your um your penchant for rice? What brought on Hanson's ponchy for rice was that he essentially saw some rice in the shop once and thought, 
you know, it looks quite nice. There's lots of it as well. So it fill your tummy up very nice. And then Henson got a two for one on it and then he ate two in one night. <laughs> two bags of rice. Yeah, we're talking one kilo bags. Uh, i tell you what, Henson didn't get out of bed for two weeks, but also it was a nice time because there was a lot on telly at that time as well. Nice, nice. You must have been really clogged up. Yeah, he clogged up, but also clogged up by all the wonderful programming. Nice. What are you watching? A bit of cash in the egg. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Benson watched the first five seasons of Cash in the Egg. It was not too bad. <laughs> Have you got any cash in your attic? Yes. Handsome has two pounds in his egg. <laughs> Is that where you keep your cash? Yes, he's there, and what he does, because he's got quite a large attic, so no no robbers come in and steal his two pounds. He went to the bank the other day, and, and he ch- exchanged the two pound coin for five. Uh, sorry, get your maths right, handsome. He changed it for four fifty p coins, and he's hid one fifty p coin in each corner of the egg, so the robbers don't know to look in all four corners. Oh God! Well, I hope they're not listening now. Oh Christ! Handsome's gonna. <laughs> producer, <laughs> hang on a second. Hanson needs to have a word with his producer. Excuse me, can, can you start strike the last the last thirty seconds on the record, please, sir? <laughs> uh, he's, he's giving me a frowny face, and he said he's holding up his side and saying it's live. Handsome, oh Christ! Oh no. Well, as long as you don't give out your address, you should be all right. Hanson's made made a made a rod for his whole body there. <laughs> Yeah, I think you'll be fine. I think you'll be all right. I don't think anyone wants to get into your attic. Yeah, well, you should see him outside, sir. <laughs> Who's waiting for you outside? I don't know. There was a man there the other day. He knocked on it and he put a note under Handsome's door that said, that said hello, Handsome, I'd like, like a look around your attic. No reason. Sincerely, sir. Oh, fuck. So maybe you have a stalker. Yeah, and I thought Hanson thought that's a bit suspicious considering the, the amount of cash he's got in the egg. <laughs> okay, so who's your stalker? Who do you reckon it could be? Who are like the top three potential? Uh, it, it could be Chris Chuckersley, or it could be his wife, one <laughs> of the two. Could it be your ex wife? Oh, Christ. Hanson's having a think about that a sec. Okay. And he's, Handsome has concluded that no, it can't be the ex-wife. No, fair enough. She doesn't no. want your 50p's. No, she doesn't understand the concept of money. So mm-hmm. she wouldn't be interested in that. Yeah, no, fair enough. All right, so well, that does bring us on to our, our topic for the day. If you could be any historical figure, but they were born in the 1975 era, who would you be? Oh, fuck. Um... Someone who was born in 1975. Yeah, we're talking from the history books, sir. Uh, oh, God. Um, oh, I don't know. Who was born in the 70s? Um, I don't know. Who would you be? Oh, Christ, you put handsome on the spot. It's not very nice. Um, what are you in? Oh, it's Selena Gomez or something. Yeah, maybe Madonna. Yeah, maybe maybe Madonna or maybe Selena Gomez would be a better answer. Could you say Selena Gomez for handsome? <laughs> yeah, Selena Gomez. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, with it's that. very nice. It's correct. I it's thought that she was about, you know, like 
19. Yeah, she was about 19 when, oh, hang on a sec, so 1975, she was born, and then 1994, she would have been 19, sir. Right, right, okay, I, I mean, sure, so that's who you would be, yeah? Yeah, no, that's who you would be, sir, that was your opinion. <laughs> okay, so I'd be Selena Gomez, I don't know any of her top hit singles. Why did why did you choose Selena Gomez? You had so many options, sir. No, well, I wanted to go for Madonna. If you could, if you could stop being argumentative with handsome, it'd be quite appreciated. <laughs> I'm not being argumentative. I just don't really know who Selena Gomez is. I think she yeah. has brown hair. Yeah, she's got brown hair and she sings the songs like "Love You" all the time. How does that go? I don't think I know it. That yeah, one goes "Love You" all the time. I love you for a bit, I love you for a week, I love you for a minute. And then there's a guitar solo, and that's very nice. And then it's done by Eric Clapton. Is it? Okay, I'm going to have to check it out. I've clearly yeah. been living under a rock. Yeah, if you pop down your local Woolies and ask for that on the single, that'll be all right. Yeah, all right, I will do. My local Woolies, have they gone under or are they still about? Oh, of course, now that heads and things about it, he ain't seen the Woolies around for a bit. <laughs> it's sad isn't it I used to love a Woolworths yeah we're talking Woolworths so you cracked the code very clever <laughs> yeah. had, some, had some lovely bit of Woolies what you'd go in there for is you know you, you sometimes you'd be a bit noise then a bit of the pick a mix you know what Hansel did that with go on deal within the cash from the register oh wow yeah were you a bit of a criminal in your youth no, it just it's just short change. You just you didn't go for anything above the five p draw. You just went in the ones and twos. Got you, got you. I mean, I used to buy like albums, you know, Britney Spears tapes. Yeah, we're talking child one more time, or one of those ones. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what did you call it? They're they're Britney Spears on his child child children one more time. What is it? Oh, right. Hit me, baby, one more time. No, that's not very nice. <laughs> it's a good song, though. Yeah, it's not too bad. He's got Brittany dancing around, and she, she's in a school, and he, but he's, he's quite naughty, actually, because she should be doing her chemistry lessons, but she, she's prodding around with all her school friends, and I hope she got detention for about four years after that, handsome reckons. <laughs> that's what she deserved, yeah. I mean, she was a little rebel. She's a little rebel, but she she had a cause, and the cause was music, and it was flowing through her veins. Let's be honest. Mm, she yeah, well, yeah. Let's let's say that that's the case. I mean, she's probably a product of you know other people. What do you reckon? Yeah. Handsome reckons she's probably a product of other people because when a man loves a woman, and then <laughs> eventually they they'll produce a little Britney. <laughs> Have you got a little Britney of your of your own? Have you got kids? Well, had, Handsome doesn't like to talk about it, but actually he does like to talk about it a bit because yeah. it has come up before. He, he, Handsome had 12 kids, but they all died, unfortunately, sir. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, it's been a while now, and it was, you know, it was kind of like ripping off a band-aid. It's just all in one day. And like, you know, when, when they all go in one, it's just the grief is easier. Oh, shit. How did, how did they... um? If you don't mind me asking, how did they pass away? No, 
no, don't mind at all. No, it was just essentially your hands were just down. You know, you know, no, it wasn't Dover. Where was it? No, <laughs> somewhere with a cliff. Anyway, yeah, it all just, it all just fall, fell off like lemmings. Oh my god, that's um, that's tragic. Did you see it happen? Yeah, it's a bit sad if you think about it for a sec. Bloody hell. Okay, so you had twelve kids and they all fell off a cliff, uh, and now, now no kids. Yeah, imagine, imagine if if they fell falling off a man called Cliff, and it's the same words. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got a mate called Cliff? Yeah, handsome's just smiling because he's imagining his twelve dead kids falling off his friend Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, poor Cliff. I mean. Yeah. Well, poor kids, if you think about it. Yeah, poor kids. No, you're right, yeah. That's what Cliff's doing all right. Is he? What does he do? He set up his own business selling toys. Selling toys? Tyres. Usually, usually is. Uh, oh, right, as in the, the wheels. Yeah, the wheels. They spin around on the cars. Got you, got you. Okay. Is he, is he a good egg? Yeah, he's a very nice egg, and he's a, he's a hard one to crack. But once you get inside the egg, you're going to see a nice yolk, and, and the yolk, in Cliff's case, is, is a magical brain. Okay, so he's a good mate of yours, this Cliff. Yeah, he's not too bad. Hasn't used to work it down the tyre factory with Cliff for a while. Nice. Is he going to appear on the podcast? Yeah. Okay, Cliff, on. Uh, it depends if he calls in. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm sorry to hear about your kids anyway. That's um, yeah. that's sad. That's all right. I mean, Cliff's doing quite well in his, his factory and, and that, and so he mustn't grumble. Okay, <laughs> great. Well, good, good, good for him. Good for Cliff. He's good. <laughs> you, know, you know what Cliff does to his tyres to make them special? Oh, dear. What does he do? He, he kisses, kisses every tyre. So his, his slogan is tyres with love. Oh fuck! That's um, that's that's kind of revolting. Well, it's just it's a nice gesture because if if sir if sir was buying some tires, he'd think you know has any love gone into this, and and then Cliff would say yeah, quite a lot actually. So he makes the tires, and then before he sells one, he'll just give it a quick peck. Give, give it a little peck on the outside, yeah. How can I confirm that my tire's been kissed? Uh, well, every tyre, Cliff provides a picture or a video, if you pay extra, of him kissing your little tyres. Really? How much is a tyre? Tyre is £400, but if you want a little a little proof documentation of Cliff, Cliff kissing your tyre, that will be £410, sir, and that's gratis. Well, it's not gratis, it's £10. Right, OK, OK, so 10 quid on top of the 400 got you. OK, and does he do tyres for all occasions, like cars, bikes? Yeah, weddings, bar mitzvahs, you name it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I bloody love the sound of Cliff. He's all right. Give him a call on 0857. That's how you get Cliff. Right, OK. All right, thank you. I, uh, I think I will. Is he you on got Instagram? It. Yeah, if you go for tire boy, kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> All right, great. I'm going to look him up after this. You can see sometimes he does funny stories. <laughs> <laughs> does he? Like what? Yeah. The other day, the other day, Cliff was pushing a tire down the road and a little chick jumped through it. <laughs> <laughs> God. Is, um, is Cliff single? No, he's very much married. 
Is he? Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, you should you should see his wife. <laughs> should I? No, I don't know. No, Anson, take it back. <laughs> I mean, I won't. I, I yeah, I won't get involved that way. But I'll, I'll try and get a kiss tire off him. You know, give him some. Yeah, yeah it'd be all right. If you if you fill up your punch card, if if you get if you get ten. You get ten stamps on your punch card. If you get ten wheels, then he'll give you give you a kiss on the forehead. <laughs> I don't know if I want that. Yeah, some people want it so much that they're they're running over spikes just so their tires break, so they can go get another one from Cliff. Uh, yeah, really. What are they called? Those like the long spike things that you use to spear tires. What are they called? I think they're called police police techs. No, they're not called police techs. They're called... Oh, Christ, heads have done know that one. <laughs> okay, all right. Hang on, let, hang on two seconds. Let's let, let, let Henson bing that a second. Two seconds. Okay, heads have just put it into bing and they're called big old spikes. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm going to get me some big old spikes, pierce my tyres, and then I can... Have an opportunity to meet Cliff. Yeah, it's not too bad. But anyway, so if you could be any animal, but not a cat, not a dog, or not an elephant, or not a, an ostrich, which elephant? No, sorry, let Henson start the question again. He's be he's, he's tired. He's been on the air for a couple of hours now. Okay, <laughs> so if you could be any animal, but not a dog, not a cat, not an ostrich, not an elephant, or not a pelican. Which animal would you be? But the animal can only be in Cuba and only can and be good in that climate in Cuba. <laughs> Justin Cuba. Yeah, J- J- Justin Bieber. Quite <laughs> 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 handsome. Oh God. Um, oh, I would be. Can I be like um, like a pigeon? Yeah, you're getting pigeons in Cuba. That's fine. Yeah, I'd be a little pigeon. Yeah, what would you do on the streets of Cuba, sir? Um, I would like get my little scraps, you know, like little bits of bread crumb. Oh yeah, all about that. Then I'd have a little wash in the sea. Um, then I'd have a bit of a fly around, meet up with my pidge mates. I think it'd be quite quite nice. Yeah, it sounds very nice. Mm. Yeah, what would you be? Uh, Hanson would be a bear. Okay, yeah, that's quite fierce. Do, do you get uh, bears in Cuba? Yeah, you get bears in Cuba, sir. That's correct. <laughs> okay, um, great. Yeah, but Hanson would be a bear, but he'd be quite a friendly one. He'd just be walking down the road, and he'd just walk up to into the shops, and they'd say, "Hello, Hanson," and Hanson would go, "Hang on, you know, no, it's Hanson when it's a bear." And then Hanson would be a bit confused because the shopkeeper wouldn't be involved in this scenario. But also, it is quite interesting because, you know, maybe they're, maybe they're quite smart in, out in Cuba. Hanson doesn't know. It's just a hypothetical. But then the shopkeeper would probably say to the bear slash Hanson, which he has acknowledged at this point, he'd say, you know, take anything you want, Hanson. Just don't take my life. And then, we, then we'd laugh for about four minutes. <laughs> OK, but wouldn't they, they'd be quite scared of you, wouldn't they? Yeah, but then he recognises my charm. He recognises the swagger walking in. He's like, hang on, is this a bear or is this handsome? 
got you, got you. Okay, but it's quite hot in Cuba. You're going to be boiling. Yeah, I'll be wearing a cap. <laughs> okay, to shield all the sun off you, yeah? Yeah, get some, get some suntan lotion on, on Henson's back, a.k.a. the bear, and then get, get, a little, get a little pork pie hat and walk into the shop. And then and you, you not only are you getting a tan, but you're probably getting something free from the shopkeep because he recognises you. I see. Yeah, 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 I got you. That sounds bloody lovely. What's a pork pie hat? Pork pie hat is like a hat, but it's small, but it's also quite large. But around the outside, it's got a little a little brim on it. But it's not like the pork pies that you eat. Don't get those confused. <laughs> if you walk around with a pork pie on your head, you think, Oh, here comes the meat boy. Here comes the meat boy. And that's what they'll shout at you for a bit. But then if you go into a hat shop and ask for a pork pie hat, and you'd say, oh, excuse me, sir. Hans was trying to work, buy a pork pie hat, but he's worn it before. But he put a pork pie on his head. And people <laughs> laughed at him and the pigeons started coming down and started pecking, pecking his head. Yeah, that'd be me. Yeah, that'd be you, sir. If we in Cuba and Henson bought a pork pie hat when he was a bear and he bought a pork pie instead, you'd be pecking his head. <laughs> yeah, I would. At the end of the day, and that's a lesson for us all, don't you reckon? Yeah. If you could summarise what that lesson is, what is it? Okay. What is, this is Henson summarising the lesson right now, so <laughs> since you insisted. So the lesson for that story is, if you're a bird, in Cuba, a.k.a. And was it a pigeon? Yeah, if you're a pigeon in Cuba and Hanson was a bear and you come down on his head and you peck off his pork pie hat, sometimes isn't it just the friends you make along the way? <laughs> that is so poetic. Yeah, not too bad. Hanson's, Hanson's a poem and he, and he didn't know about that. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You should put that on your um on your tombstone. Yeah. Oh, Christ. Not much room at this point, sir. Oh yeah. Have you already got that sorted? Yeah. We're talking. It's just like it's about size four font at this point. <laughs> what else have you got on there? Oh, Christ. Your lyrics. Your kid rock lyrics on there. What else have you got on there? Handsome's looking at it at the moment. Give me a second. You're looking at it. Oh yeah, so a few few days ago we were talking about Hansel's tombstone. He's he's got a little corner of his room. He keeps his keeps his valuables. Oh shit! You actually have a tombstone in in the corner of your room, do you? Yeah, got to be prepared for for the worst or sometimes the best if you're in a bad mood. Got you. So you're engraving as you go. Yeah, it's it's like it's like generally the old mobiles you used to get and used to top up with credit. What was that called? Um, I don't know. Hey, page, page you go. Easy engraving as you go. Be it similar. Okay, that's kind of morbid, but you know it's quite sensible. It's morbid but sensible. That is handsome in. No, it's not in a nutshell because that's nuts are in there. Across. What's Hanson thinking of? It's Hanson's mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you've got your tombstone sorted, Hanson. Yeah. Do I call you Hanson? Yeah, it's my first name, sir, if that's all right. Okay. All right. So it's Mr. Aaron to people who don't know you as well. Yeah. Be that to the lawyers or the wife. 
Okay. I thought you said ex-wife. She, has the divorce yeah. come through? Do you, know, do you know when you try and you're saying stuff and you're thinking, oh, have I still got a wife or not? And then you, and then Hanson looks in a corner for a second and he thinks, oh, Christ, I haven't got a wife no more. <laughs> but, okay. Okay. Yeah, you, do, you don't technically. I mean, technically, have you had a divorce? Well... It's hard to come back from essentially how it happened is Hanson put his wife's dress in the telly and then after that there was a big argument. Okay. Um okay, that's how it started, did it? Yeah, put a little dress in the telly and then she she was wondering where the dress was, but then it was in the telly again. Right, and then she just had enough of that kind of behaviour and she was out. Yeah. She thought, you know, if he's gonna put any more more of my possessions, aka the clothes, into any more electrical appliances. I, I'm I'm packing up shop. Yeah, I mean, I kind of can see her point of view. Were you trying to put the dress in the telly to to set it on fire? No, Christ, just just as a prank. <laughs> right. So you are just hiding the dress. You weren't trying to like burn it. Yeah, the telly's still operational. You still watch Cash in the Egg on that or whatever programs you want. We're talking EastEnders, talking. In Breaking Bad series three, or The Wire, or is a film like Parasite, or any one of those films in the cinema at the moment, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. <laughs> You've got great taste. All of those are, are fantastic. You know, Parasite was a great film. Yeah, head to make scene. He just says it to sound smart. Right. Okay. Have you seen Tiger King? No. What handsome has seen though? He's seen. Have you ever seen the programme is up in on in Bristol at the moment? It's a documentary about tram drivers. No, I haven't seen that actually. Yeah, there's a man there's a man who abuses a tiger in it. <laughs> Fuck. Well that's what yeah. this guy does in the Netflix um Tiger King one. Oh, okay. Because in this one he's got he's got a man abusing a tiger in it. But then I was looking on the internet and everyone's saying the word bitch about a woman and, and Hanson didn't like it very much. No, exactly. Um, I'm intrigued about about this Bristol guy and why he's got a tiger. Yeah, it was confusing for Hanson at the start, but then you get on the tram and then you look around and there, God, by, by golly, there it is, a tiger sitting in the back seat with all the cool kids. Oh, shit. Poor tiger, is he all right? Yeah, he's doing all right. After he got got away from that nasty man, who's in the documentary as well, that yeah. everyone seems to like. Yeah, well, I'm going to check out the tram one. Sounds better than the uh, American version. Yeah, but it's, apparently, yeah, there is similarities in it as well, but also not that much because it's trams. Tra- yeah, exactly. It's a focus on the tram, isn't it? Yeah, and what is trams at the end of the day, sir? These not animals. <laughs> Wait, say that again. Tram's not an animal. Yeah, trams is not animals, so get it in your head. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're, you're right. It's actually an animate object that moves people around. Yeah, it's an animate object. That is correct. Yeah, yeah, you've got a good point. He said that. Yeah, good point by Hanson. About one nil at Hanson at this point. <laughs> Who's checking? Hanson's <laughs> checking the scores. So am I losing? Yeah, you're losing in every respect, sir. Oh, gutted. But you got it, but also you're relieved because you think, you know, give Handsome a break. He'd like he'd like to, to win in one of these days, these scenarios. Yeah, to be fair, you've had a rough life. 
yeah, had a rough life, but I've also had a very nice life because I've got four million pounds in the egg. Handsome told a lie earlier. Four million pounds? Yeah. Don't tell the wife. <laughs> right. How did you get that? Are you a secret millionaire? Well, handsome don't like to tell. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know what handsome was saying earlier? You had a 50p in every corner. Well, double it, sir. Gee, well, I mean, if you put 50 pence, hang on, my maths, 50p that adds up to 4 million, that's a heavy attic. Yeah, sometimes Handsome has had to get his attic redone four times already because it keeps falling through the ceiling. Really? All that, all that cash? Yeah, Handsome don't like notes because he don't like the Queen very much, so, so he got it all on coins. Which has the queen on, which has the queen on as well. Hanson realised that after he, he he got them all converted. Right. How did you make all your money? Just down the fruity. Really? Just in your local yeah. pub. Yeah. Sometimes you get one lemon. Sometimes two lemon. Sometimes three lemon if you're lucky. Well, you've obviously been really lucky. Yeah, Henson, I tell you, Henson's got four million pounds. He might have had four million lemons in his life. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's amazing. I mean, shit, are you, are you spending it on much? Yeah. Do you have run out of time? There's a pair of, we've got another caller on the line, unfortunately. We've yeah. been mostly nice talking to you, and I hope you don't hurt anyone or your family ever again. <laughs> okay. I'll try not to. Thanks, uh, thanks, Mr. Aaron. Yeah, thank you, sir. And I hope hope you live long, but not too long, so it becomes ridiculous. Yeah, all right. Yeah, sounds sensible. Um, and good luck to you and your your tombstone engraving. Yeah, it's coming on a bit. It's not doing too bad. Mm. All right, then, sir. Bye. All right. Cheers. Bye. <laughs> Polytito, you may think that doesn't sound quite right, but believe me, once a polytito it is, and in this case it was Goldilopas. Goldilopas trickly how in the early morning, and she falloped down the steps. Oh, unfortunate, the cracking of the eggers and the sheeps and the buttery full falollop and grazed her knee clappers. So she had a basalubrious, wrap it on and a quick healy huff, and that was that. So off she went, and she would trickly how down the garbage path, 
And at the left, right-hand side goal, she passed a poo-pom. It was loads of humus heapy in the garbage. But never mind, um, she lost her whale. Now, this is a sadness, dear Childers, because in the slight misty haze, which all foray, let me tell you, in the ephemeral foray, there's always a fairy control where the misty risey huff there, and so she was completely lost it. Oh, folly, folly. There was a cottage, so she went up. All ready with a basket, picked up the butter, all that little bit of birch, she scraped it off and rubbed it down her clothes. Mum would be cross, but never mind. On the door, this little cottie had a jar on the door, so she went in. Nobody there. Three base load of porry on the tabloid, all slightly steamy half, and nobody out. She called her anyone home. Nobody. Folly, folly. And the little hunger was with her, so she followed to taste out of the first base hall. This was the large base load and too over-salty for the flame to spitty howl. Oh, dear. Now, the mid-load was a middle flame, which was not too over-salt and a sugar flame on her saliva glam, and it wasn't, of course, quite satisfactual. So she did a tasty most in the little base load there, and it was a joy. And, oh, hard low as she stuffled it down. Oh, dear. Now, this was great, but there was also a little tiredness in the Goldilopers, and she sat on a three-lever stool and tock for lolloper. All the levers floating across the corn sat on a bocus there, bruisy most. Well, still there was no one around, though she went top up the stair loaders, and she found a large bedding, not a K-pack with either down, but stuffed with feathers, but here and there a stalk, as you know, it was a big feather, the e-glowed, and it was stuck in in her back, and it was most uncomfortable. So, she saw the cottie, and in this cot, she did lay down, deep sleeves under the eiderdobe. 